Welcome to Shelf Logic, the official podcast of the Maricopa County Library District. All right, thank you everybody for joining this week's um, awesome superhero version of Shelf Logic. My name is Alyssa. And I'm Jennifer. And we are going to be talking about the most wonderful, awesome, amazing phase four of Marvel. <laughs> um, because nobody is crying about that at all. Um, so for those of you who don't know, phase four was basically 2021 through 2022. Um, 2023 will start phase five. So hopefully, you know, someone looks at that and rewrites it. Um, everything that we talk about today is available through the library, either DVD or Blu-ray. Um, with the exception of those that haven't been released onto DVD yet, but that will be coming soon because we typically do get all the Marvel movies. Um, so Jennifer, where do you want to start? Well, we can start with like, do you want to talk about the phase four in the beginning do you want to talk about the shows because it goes different ways so if we talk about just movies it starts with black widow if we talk with the shows in general it starts with wandavision good good point uh let's start with let's start with the films okay let's start with the the heavy hitters generally how are you feeling about the phase oh terrible i I think it's horrible i hated it it's so bad i can't um because you have black widow which i mean all in itself was fine i'm not exactly thrilled with what they did with uh david harbour's same yeah um character mm-hmm. is it taze master yeah taze master captain russia yeah yeah no and like we didn't really highlight that enough oh my god i still love your little captain America oh thank you pen. oh i have so many <laughs> <laughs> um so i mean it was okay the best part about that movie was florence Pugh. i agree yeah she was the sort of emotional crux of that movie mm-hmm. and it, it sort of felt i felt bad about it because there's only so much you can connect to Scar- Scarlett's character now that she's not even on the... She's dead. Like, her character's gone. Yeah. So why are we watching this arc, you know, six years after... They should have gave... This should have been in phase one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like her origin story. And I'm like, dude, like, after Iron Man, when she got introduced and everything... Right. Before Avengers, I think this movie would have would have hit some... Something Some special. emotional notes better, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then one of the things that I, I sort of, you see it a lot more with the, 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 the movies that have come out recently, but the theme of phase four is all about grief. So every episode is about, you know, a piece of loss. So obviously Black Widow is about loss of that character. Mm-hmm. Then you were going in, like the recent one with um, Wakanda Forever is about loss of family. So it's just grief as a tone. Yes. But I don't really, I don't feel like they're landing it. They're not doing it no. well. No, no. I mean, like, the, when... Characters die. Okay, so for example, um, Yondu died in Guardians of the Galaxy Correct, 2. Yeah. And like that hit a special kind of note. Like mm-hmm. I, I got a little teary eyed. I that, did also. That was cute. Um, yeah. But that level, I mean, I, I guess maybe they should just have James Gunn direct the entire <laughs> phase four. I don't know. Um, but it just it just wasn't that level for me. Were there any ones that stood out where you were like, okay, of, of these, I like this one the most? Um, yeah, it's actually the follow-up to uh, Black Widow. So the second one that got released was uh, Shang-Chi. Oh, okay, yeah. I did like Shang-Chi. I did too. Um, <laughs> Aquafina, amazing. <laughs> um, and then I also like the guy, and his name escapes me, so I'm sorry, who plays Chang- Shang-Chi. Father. Or, and, oh, um, Shimu yeah. Chen. Li, no. Li, Li. I'm not sure. I we can look it up. I think it's Lou. Yes. Yeah. Something like that. Um, anyways, he's amazing. 
also very cute. He is. Um, so, like, that was, like, overall winning. It had a lot of comedy in mm-hmm. it. Um, it also dealt with grief, but in a different way. I, yes. Because we weren't emotionally attached to any of the characters who right. had passed. It was his parents. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was interesting. I think that was probably my favorite. Um, and just for a rundown, in case uh, we're unsure of those movies, it's Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals. Ugh. Terrible. Um, <laughs> Spider-Man No Way Home, which um, I would I would put at a close second. Mm-hmm. Um, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, which don't even get me started <laughs> on my Wanda trip. Um, Thor, Love and Thunder, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Yes. Um, and so this gets released in, in January. So you guys listening to it, it's January. Um, so if you haven't seen Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, this is your... Uh, fair warning that we will talk about it and there are spoilers mm-hmm. and so stop listening um and come back save it come back um because we got we got a lot to talk about about <laughs> black panther wakanda forever i i got problems there were a lot of uh, consistency issues i think for me my favorite has been no way home just because we get we get the the nostalgia stuff with mm-hmm. pete and tom and um with pete and tom with andrew and toby uh, coming back in. Yeah, I conflated the characters <laughs> and the actor. Sorry. But just just that part was nice. But even the story itself, because that was also dealing with grief. He was losing his sense of identity in the world. Aunt May dies. All that kind of stuff. Well, and, like, we, we kind of lost him as a whole character. As a whole character. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because, yeah, I mean, he... That, that end scene, when he walks into the shop... And MJ kind of like was, was talking to him, and he thought maybe mm-hmm. maybe there was a spark. Him? Right. It, that was that was so sad. It was so sad. And that that's a whole other level of grief too, mm-hmm. um, compared to some of the other ones that we'll be talking about. But yeah, I would say Spider Man is like a close second for me. For you, mm-hmm. the the fight scenes I think in Shang Chi were so good. Oh, they my were amazing. Gosh. And the graphics were better. I mean. Um, because I'm not going to lie, the recent CG guy graphics... Has been so bad. Has been terrible. And you can tell which ones have been hit with COVID protocols because there's a lot of filming of just the face and mm-hmm. like you don't see any of the... The action sequences, they're not really touching each other and everything oh, yeah. is so shaky because of how far apart everyone has to be. Yeah. And so it's it's definitely interesting to watch. Um, but yeah, I would say my third... So my top ones are going to be Shang-Chi, Spider-Man No Way Home, and Thor Love and Thunder in that order mm. which is controversial yes. a lot of people do not no, like i did not like Thunder. not at all i hated that movie that's probably Why? my last one of this year really I, I think that there was just so much play on jokes the, so much yeah for no reason y- yes yeah and there was a and it was not like a lot of the issue that i have with phase four is that they feel like movies that you have to watch to get to the next movie Yes. There, this, we're going to watch this, this, and this, so you feel it, like... It is definitely um, the Thor Dark World type Yes, yeah, it, they're all transitional movies, and oh. we're, just, we're just sort of waiting to get to the next thing, like, this needs to happen, this needs to happen, so here's a little B-plot movie that you can put mm-hmm. in to make up some revenue here. And also, I kind of feel like all of these could have been TV shows. I think so, too. That's a huge... Yeah, that's how because, I was feeling Because then I also. could just kind of, like, skip the boring parts, right. because and no matter how much I talk about... Phase four, mm-hmm. there was a lot of lulls in a the middle lot. of the movie. Tons. And I was just like, oh my God, can we get to the point already? Right. Um, and I kind of felt that way with uh, Thor Love and Thunder's um, Christian Bale character. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, okay, we get it. We get it. Come on. Remember, get to the point. Get there. Get to the point. Um, but my, my favorite character is from Thor Love and Thunder is definitely uh, the goats. 
Absolutely. They were so funny. They were adorable. But again, too much. They were too much. Too much. Yep. And I think, what's, I forget what the rock character's name. The rock character. Oh, oh uh, Korg. Korg, yes. So there's a lot of him just sort of floating around. Unnecessarily. Unnecessarily. And there's, a, like, pet projects from, from the directors that just sort of stay in. And that distracted from whatever the plot was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, yeah, definitely did not need to be two and a half hours No, long. I didn't think so. Did you no. think, did you like uh, Lady Thor as Jane? I do. I do, too. Mm-hmm. But I think it was a waste. Because since they killed her character. I know. And then she went to Valhalla. But yeah. then I'm like, are we going to have, like, a whole other series on Valhalla? I, because there's a... There's a ton, ton of, of people, people. They can use. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that 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 that's my rant. Yeah, and then <laughs> again, grief with them too. We lose Jane. The love is in the title, so it's loss of love, loss of his first love, gain of a child figure of love. So I know. Just, I did love that. That was his actual kid. Though. I do too. Yeah, but he was all his kids were in there. Yes. Yeah. One thing, and my boyfriend always says this. The one thing that killed Love and Thunder for him mm-hmm. was the scene where all the kids were fighting the bad guys. Like, all the kids got superpowers, right. and, like, little beams were coming out of the bear's Terrible. eyes. And yeah. he was just like, what the heck am I watching? <laughs> and I was like, that's a great question. Um, I don't know. The floating head was silly, too. Where it was yes. just, like, disembodied child head coming to be a third character just standing in a scene. Mm-hmm. Like, it just didn't make a lot of sense. No. And... I will say, I feel like there's a lot of Easter eggs in that scene, though. Because um, if you looked at the wall, like the watcher and mm-hmm. everything was there. So I'm kind of curious to see how they would tie that in. But we just don't know yet. Right. And that's kind of annoying because they didn't really reference anything from the past. And they didn't reference anything from what if. Right, at Which all. is where the watcher primarily mm-hmm. is. Um, and that's another Phase 4 TV show that we'll get into in a little bit. But, um, yeah. One of the things that they're trying to do also, like with the theme, they're trying to introduce like arching characters like you saw it in black widow with um with val who who if you don't know comic lore is uh um lady Hi- madam hydra mm-hmm. that's who she is so they're they're setting up their like they're going to do it in the the next phase with um their version of the suicide squad i forget what the movie's called but um it's, yeah. it's going to be a bunch of villains working together under val so yeah. we have our our sort of villain like tertiary villain being set up where we have, like, an Alexander Pierce-type character, like a General Ross-type character, mm-hmm. who's going to come in and, and serve as the, like, floor-level Earth villain. Yeah. And then, plus, whatever the overarching uh, villain is. So with, when we get into, like, things like Ant-Man, we have King coming up. Uh, he's also the, the so villain of So excited for King. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then there, there have been wonderings if, if things like Mephisto are going to come in. So... See, and, and that's the other thing, too, that kind of irritates me, is, like, we've been sitting here... Sitting on X-Men. Yeah. Waiting mm-hmm. for X-Men to come in. And, like, they tease us a little too much with that. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, here's Quicksilver and right. WandaVision. Sorry, WandaVision. And you're just kind of like, mm, so you, are you going to play more on that? Right. So, um, yeah. And then with um, Black, uh, Black Widow, with um, Wakanda Forever, we got the confirmation that there are mutants in, in the verse because Namor calls himself a mutant. Yeah. <laughs> we can get there when we get to that movie, but yeah. there's just been a lot of like. Well, the main issue I'm having is there's there's having a lot of introductory things that haven't gone anywhere, mm-hmm. and it's not servicing the phase any better because we're not emotionally invested in what's going on. Yeah, I feel like um, they needed to like th- instead of just dropping us hints, and you know, Marvel is very well known for mm-hmm. their Easter eggs. I felt like they're playing way too heavy on the Easter eggs and not really exploring why there are Easter eggs. Absolutely. 
Um, Cause yeah, I mean, and another thing too, like the way that they release things mm-hmm. kind of messed up the storylines too. So yeah. because Black Widow kept getting pushed back and pushed back. Um, so we saw Val initially in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Right. When we should have saw her initially in Black in Widow. In Black Widow, right. So um, that was annoying because I was sitting there watching it and I was texting Corbin and I was like, Who? who's this? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. What? Why? And so then when I go back and I watch Black Widow and, and the end credit scene, I was like, oh, that would have made so much more sense. Right. So kind, kind of a letdown there. And there's, I feel like, especially with what we're, what we're watching, um, Phase four is the largest of all of the the phases. Most of these have been limited to a couple of movies. So you had like the introduction phase one is the introduction to all the characters plus a big Avenger movie. Right. Phase two introduction to a bunch of like B movie stuff and then another Avenger movie. Mm-hmm. With this we have like eight TV shows, six films. There's two holiday like the holiday special. There was that werewolf special. I did not uh, like that. I will get there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there was there's just been like an oversaturation of content and no clear timeline order. How are we supposed to process what we're watching? Yeah, and like no matter how much research I do, because trust me, while I'm watching these during the lull periods, I'm like, <laughs> what year is this? And it's supposed to be like, so we're in 2025. Right. And I'm just like, uh, I mean, sure, I guess, if you if if we have to. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not good. It's, it hasn't been great at all. It's, it's really bad. Um, Eternals, I started and quit that probably like seven times <laughs> it's it's so hard to process like i the, the one good thing mm-hmm. the one good thing and this is going to sound so superficial about eternals was their makeup palette with urban decay beautiful yeah so good yes um amazing colors mm-hmm. amazing palettes love the names um other than that no it was a terrible movie the, i couldn't do it the one thing that i really didn't like it just took me out of it was there was a a superman reference in the movie I don't remember. There, that. yeah, there was a huge, like a, a huge. One of the characters talks about him specifically, and I was like, "Why are we referencing you, this?" You can't reference DC. It's, it's a completely right. different. It's a completely different thing. And it just took me out. There were just unless Disney's going to buy DC, which I, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> but um, also, did not know that James Gunn jumped ship and is he now did. With DC. He's, yeah, he's the head. Um, so the Guardian special and the Guardians movie is his last with Marvel. That his contract's up, and then he's going to be the head, like the um, Kevin Feige of. DC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what um, one of our coworkers had mentioned too. So, I mean, good for him, but also really, really sad about that because I loved Guardians Mm -hmm. just because of him. And also, if Sean Gunn goes with him, I'm going to be really sad. It's going to be because he's the new Yondu. Yeah, yeah. One of the things too, we don't have a lot of like they sort of set it up with um, the Shang Chi director because he's going to be taking hold of the new Avengers movie that's coming up. But we don't really have like, sort of the quirky directors anymore. Like, Mm-mm. Taika, his movie, I think his last one with Thor, Love and Thunder is probably it. I don't think they're going to... Uh, yeah, after that performance? Yeah, yeah, I think that's it. So we have sort of, like, a Russo thematic theme where it's just sort of dark color palettes and more physical action and that kind of stuff. But there's not really, like, a spearheaded person who you're like, okay, this is the person who's directing the franchise. I mean, um, it's honestly like when you watch too many seasons of one show. Yeah. And you're just like, I, I think I think you could stop now. Honey. Right. The I, steps are there. We I, see I where this is going. Good. Absolutely. Um, it gets predictable. Yes. And there are so many other characters that we could be um, going into. Mm-hmm. There's like a whole other line of Avengers. There's like the little Avengers. Right. It, we're, uh, why do we keep sticking with the core? Right, And right. it's like everything revolves around Captain America. I mean, the TV shows still talk about how Captain died or right. Natasha died right. or whatever. And that's, again, because the phase is playing with grief, but how much do we need to 
focus on this. Well, yeah, and it's not really, I mean, grief is a big thing. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to undermine that. And, you know, for those of us who have experienced grief and need something to relate to, I completely understand this phase. Mm -hmm. Um, What I don't understand is why we're not pushing forward and seeing them recover with grief. Right, right. Um, So, I mean, it's just kind of like we're watching Mm self-destruction, if you will. Um, Hawkeye was a great example of that. Yeah, absolutely. It was, uh, that was, I don't know. Uh, Was that a Christmas special, do you think? Because... (sighs) (laughs) It, okay. So, I feel like Hawkeye Mm -hmm. (laughs) follows the same formula that Die Hard does. I do too. It's not a Christmas thing. Yeah. It takes place during Christmas. (laughs) It's a Christmas special. It is not. (laughs) There's a Christmas tree. It's a Christmas special. It's snow. It happened during a Christmas party. It happened during a Christmas party. Oh, goodness. Like Iron Man 3 is also a Christmas movie. (laughs) Probably more so than Hawkeye. Yeah. 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 Did you like that, that series, Hawkeye? Um, you know... I was kind of iffy about it, mm-hmm. um, but I do like the setup that they did. Like, in comparison to everything that happened in Phase 4, mm-hmm. um, yes, I mm-hmm. did like it. Not one of my favorites. I would probably put out a 5 out of 10. Right. Um, but I'm really excited to see what they do with Haley Seifeld. I, yeah. I love her. So, what we're ta- you were talking about um, the Little Avengers. Like, um, I forget. The Young Avengers, yeah. The, the, um, so, <laughs> I call them the Little Avengers, so my bad. They're, they're compro- comprised of her, Kate Bishop, her character, mm-hmm. um, America Chavez, Chavez uh, the two sons of Wanda, mm-hmm. uh, Billy, Billy and, and I forget the other, the other one. Name. Yes. And um, uh, little, little Loki from the uh, from Loki series, the, the kid Loki yep. version. So that's that's the main core. So I'm, I'm curious if they're going to end up taking them and doing something with them all together. Or if we're just, if it's again, as you said, like another Easter egg that we, oh, yeah, they're all yeah. here. Yeah. Well, and see, that that's something else that irritated me because we went, oh, America, America Chavez. Yeah. Yes. What? Wait, what? And like, that was it. Like, right. she was just in multiverse and that was the end. And I thought it was funny because I'm a huge Disney nerd. Mm-hmm. And when you go to Disneyland and you go to Marvel campus or um, Avengers campus, they have a bunch of her stuff, tons her, of it. Yeah, right. her merchandise. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, for as little as she played in the movies, I hope that she plays more into it. And I don't think, like, your merchandising team and your uh, Marvel film team right. are really correlating right. there. Um, because we don't really know anything about her. Why do I want her t-shirt? Why do I want her backpack? Right. Why do I care about Miss Marvel? I don't. <laughs> that was one. I think there is also, like, a reaction by the company to just overmarket now, too. Because mm-hmm. uh, Scarlett Johansson's uh, mm-hmm. Black Widow didn't get any merchandise for a long time. No, she didn't. For three phases. Didn't have it until this first movie came out. Mm-hmm. So there was nothing. You can buy a costume. You can buy a T-shirt. You can buy you can buy stickers, maybe. But that was about it. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, lounge flies are big. Those little mini backpacks mm-hmm. you'll see people walking around with at the park. I have way too many. Um, but... Jane didn't have one, and right. then Jane got one mm-hmm. um, in Phase 4. Black Widow didn't have one. Black Widow got one. Even though I don't want Black Widows, mm-hmm. I would rather have Florence Pugh, but okay. Um, <laughs> I don't think Ching, Shang-Chi got one. The Eternals had one. Spider-Man for sure had one. Doctor Strange has one. And I'm like, <sighs> if these would have came out appropriately, right. then I think that they would have done better. Absolutely. Just, you know... Hey, if you're looking for a marketing person, <laughs> hi. Um, let me help you out. Uh, line them up better. How do you think that COVID has affected sort of what they were expecting, how what they were going to do? 
I think you can see it in the writing. So a lot you, of this feels yeah. rushed. Yeah, you can see it in the writing. And then, you know, the unexpected passing of Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. May he rest in peace. Um, I, I think those things have really affected the way that it could have been done. But also, if I were to theorize in a normal world... <sighs> Endgame Endgame was the start of it. Right. Did you think it stuck the landing? Endgame? Mm-hmm. Oh no, I hated it. Yeah. I liked Infinity War better. I loved Infinity War. I feel like that's my favorite of every movie mm-hmm. that we've seen. Yeah. Endgame I was fine with until they got to Cap's part. Yeah. Yeah. I I felt like that ruined a lot of it. It's, it's, that was more because Evans didn't want to do it anymore. And how much, you know, how much of this is just because actors are, are done. Like, I don't want to do eight or nine more movies. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be, like, just let's just transition to something else. Yeah, and then you have these actors who are also like, you know, I don't want to be known for this character anymore. Right, and I'm like, right. sir, that's how you, that, that that is why you're here. Exactly. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Um, because, you know, even though, you know, Chris Evans had done a lot beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert Downey Jr. had done a lot beforehand. Mm-hmm. But people who are, you know, in their 20s and younger, mm-hmm. possibly even 30s and younger. Right, only know them from this. Only know them from this, mm-hmm. because that's what you've been doing for the past 10 to 15 years. Right. So I'm sorry, but this is what you're known for now. Right, right. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I would hope that if COVID didn't happen and we could get some different writing. But I feel like Endgame really set that whole grief thing off. Off, yep, absolutely. Into a, a dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't know. Because now everything everything happening has to be a reaction to that movie. It does, yeah. yeah. It it was the um it was the glue that held the universe together. Right, right. And so everything kind of revolves around it mm-hmm. until we get a new piece of glue. Right. Um so hopefully the new Avengers movie isn't complete trash. <laughs> how do you like the t- since we were talking about the TV shows, how do you feel about WandaVision, Loki, where are you at with those? So um WandaVision was honestly my favorite. So good. Amazing. I loved it, and I loved going through the decades because it was um, really well done. Mm -hmm. Um, Wanda was my favorite character in um, Age of Ultron. Mm -hmm. Um, I liked seeing her grow. Uh, It's very weird to watch her fall in love with a robot, but, you know, (laughs) it's it's Marvel. We'll just let it go. Um, And so WandaVision pulled a lot of different emotions for me. Mm -hmm. Sad, grief. Right. Um, You watch her be depressed um have anxiety her coping mechanisms her coping mechanisms things like that um her fighting um agatha which was very interesting finding out more about the witch's coven Mm -hmm. i liked it i did too i also like a lot of the merch that came with it (laughs) (laughs) yeah wandavision i think if we're just talking about the phase as a whole has been my favorite part of it Mm -hmm. it was really well done it was i and you know once they got to the 80s and you know she played off uh full house Mm -hmm. and her sisters were in full house um, so it was, it was good. It was nice to watch. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I wasn't as excited for. Mm-hmm. I just love Bucky. So, Me too. Yeah. Um, I love, and Sebastian Stan, I, I love oh, him. I mean, anything, I him. anything with Sebastian yes. Stan. A1. Uh, so, I mean, it wasn't my favorite. It was, again, one of those, um, we're going to thread in a couple characters here. Right. So we got, um, I forget what his name is. The bad Captain America. John something. John something. But yeah. it's like Agent US yeah. or something. Yeah. So we got him introduced. We got more of Val. We saw a little bit more um, of the new Captain America. Mm-hmm. Captain American history. Yeah. Yes. So that that was interesting. And again, that was also dealing with just the removal of Steve. Right. Because right. again, Steve was kind of the glue that held right. that mm-hmm. friends group together. Mm-hmm. And you could see like 
they're tolerable with each other, but they yeah. don't actually like each yeah. other. Yeah, yeah. Which I love. Because, I did too. And Bucky dealt with a lot of his depression and anxiety Absolutely. and emotions too. Um, because you kind of go back and see what triggers he had. So that right. was interesting. Then with Loki, we have we have our, our loss of purpose. Loss of purpose man. <laughs> so question, did you like Loki? I did. I loved it. I thought it was great. Okay, see, I don't know what my problem is. Because everyone I talked to was like, Loki was one of the best shows. It was so good. Yeah. I wasn't a particular fan. Oh, okay. What were, what were you feeling? Um, it was funny. It was cute. Um, I need more of Owen Wilson's character. Mm. But honestly, I don't really like Loki in any of the movies. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So it was really hard for me to be like, yay, Loki, mm. you're so great. Not. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say the best part was, you know, when he um, broke into the different timelines and he saw the, all his different right. selves, um, his mayor self, his alligator self, mm. whatever. The old man was hilarious. Mm. Um, that was probably my favorite. But Loki was, it, it, it was just so-so for me. Mm. Why did you like it? I, I like the the plot stuff we got. So I'm, I like Loki, like, as a, as a character, totally fine. Tom Hiddleston, I think, is a great actor. Mm-hmm. Um, the, like, Thor itself is not generally my favorite franchise in the whole series. I like um, Thor, the character, but I'm not really interested in, in like, his sort of arc and stuff. But um, just the TVA things, I think, were very cool. Um, having our yeah. first glimpse into what the multiverse is going to look like from that show, I thought was cool. Um, the introdu- introduction of Kang was great. Yes. That was fantastic. It was I wonderful. That really well done. Um, and we, f- we got to see a glimpse of the Big Bad, which I, th- mm-hmm. who I think is going to ultimately be the overarching Big Bad for the phase un- until they start bringing in, unless they like, bring another player. But um, that, that was one of the reasons. I think plot-wise, it was f- that was the first one, and I think the only one for me where I feel like we got some sense, sense of plot and where we're going. Yeah. Okay, fine. I, I, I will give it that. It was well-written. Mm-hmm. I just... Yeah, I don't, I don't know what my, I have problems. <laughs> um, I did like the cane thing, and I keep seeing this on TikTok. But if you line up the finale of WandaVision and the finale of Loki, mm-hmm. and when Kane is talking and he takes that weird break and he says like, "Oh, something's happening," right? It lines up with when Wanda turns into the like Scarlet officially Witch. the Scarlet uh-huh. Witch, and so I was like, oh, "I want more <laughs> Wanda." I'm really. I'm kind of mad at what they did to her. But oh, I, I didn't like what they did no. with, with Doctor Strange either. I think that they rushed that. If they were going to make her a villain, they should have made it in a bigger movie. Yes. Yeah. The, like, there shouldn't have just been those two people in it. Why are, where is everybody else? Yeah. I, I do love Wong, though. I do, too. <laughs> Sorcerer Supreme. He's great. I, I love how he pops up in, like, all different things. He's, and I'm like, he's our new Wong. Phil Coulson. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's, our new Phil, Phil Coulson, yeah that's our new Phil Coulson character. Just mm-hmm. going to be in everything until... They decided we needed to just just, just randomly shows yep. up everywhere. Um, so okay, we've hit Black Widow, Shang Chi, Eternals. We both didn't like it. Yeah, yeah, we both <laughs> didn't like it. The best thing was that I saw Harry Styles kind of enter the universe. So <laughs> like that, and you know, I love One Direction. I'm a big boys band. Yeah, that's Thanos' brother, which is a good good nod. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what is his name? I don't remember. It's Harry Styles. It's Harry Styles. Harry Styles is going to show up somewhere, yeah. mm-hmm. somehow, and I'm excited for that. Yes. Um, because don't I saw Don't Worry Darling. I thought he was really good in that, which is surprising because I usually don't like when people jump mm. careers. But <laughs> um, Spider-Man No Way Home. We kind of hit we on that. We kind of hit on that. I, I liked it. Uh, I thought it was my favorite of the movie in terms of the phases. Um, 
the introduction to old characters and, and again toby and andrew were great yeah oh yeah no my favorite was like so like it just comes out of you like uh, it just <laughs> come out of you and they're like does it come up yes. where, where does it come out? <laughs> where does it come out <laughs> and they're like all fantasized with each other and i yes. did like that it was super cute um, one of the things that, so since we're talking about this, and with Doctor Strange, so all of Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange all look like him. Mm-hmm. And, but none of the, the Tobies are, none of the Tobies, none of the Pete's are the same. They're all different ages. They're all different. They all look different. And none of the Lokis look the same either. either. Yeah. So I don't understand. That was the one thing that bothered me too about, about Doctor Strange in terms of, if we're looking at a multiverse, why do, why do all of the Doctor Stranges look the same? Mm, good question. <laughs> I mean, kind of, like, because he's a wizard, Harry? I don't know. <laughs> it, it was funny because when I was in Disneyland a couple months ago, I was walking and my sister stops me and she goes, Alyssa, it's the dude with the time. And I'm like, <laughs> what? And she goes, the dude with the time. And I'm like, I don't know what, what you're talking right, about. And right. she, like, turns me and she's like, that dude with the time. And I was like, Doctor Strange? <laughs> like, that, I don't know how you correlated that, but okay. Um and so maybe it has something to do with, like, the time stone or maybe. the fact that he can... I mean, he can kind of manipulate the universe. Right. So he made sure... I mean, he's a vain person. We know right. that from the first movie. Right. So um, maybe he just wanted to keep his good looks. Mm-hmm. And it does leave a little question for... At least with that movie, because um, you did see other Doctor Strangers who sacrificed themselves to defeat Thanos, like, that kind of stuff. But in our version... I went through, like, 40-whatever-million versions of this, and there's only one that we win. Mm-hmm. But it, in that version, that's also the one where he lives. So how much of that is just, I need to preserve me being here as well as saving the universe? Yeah. Because although we want to sit here and be like, oh, Doctor Strange, he's such a great guy. Let's remember the first movie right. where um, he's kind of a butthead. Mm-hmm. And he, um, he he's very vain and self-centered. And, I mean, those types of traits just don't go away overnight. Right. He was even that in this in this film. Mm-hmm. Where a lot of it was just about his pursuit of, of uh, Rachel McAdams' character. Christine. Yeah. yeah. He he still loves her. Yeah. Which we all do. We all love Rachel McAdams. <laughs> um, the original Mean Girl. But, uh, yeah, it was just... I don't like that I movie. don't know. Yeah. I really don't like that the, movie. The direction was great. I think the script fell apart. And that's hard to... Good, put good shots when what they're saying and what they're doing isn't meeting that. And the director for that one, wasn't it like some horror guy? Ram, yeah, that's Rami. He's the one who also directed the first two Spider-Mans for, with the Toby ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It, it felt very drawn out. And, like, there were points where, like, I was just kind of like, are you going to kill her or not? Yeah. Like, we have to make a decision here. Yeah. And then you don't find Wanda's body, so she could be back mm-hmm. in, you know, the next phase or whatever. Um, yeah, wasn't exactly thrilled with that. No, and then America Chavez's character, since we were talking about her, or Chavez's character, um, she didn't really do anything besides yell. Yeah, no, she was just whining and annoying. Yeah, like, and yelling the whole movie. And again, when you look at the merchandise and you're like, why do I want this jacket that represents someone who's so whiny and so annoying? Right. Um, when there's so many other characters that you could pick from, what mm-hmm. makes her special? Mm-hmm. Other than Wanda wants to kill her. Right. And then we're going to boost her up unless we're unless we're doing like a young avengers she's going to be a main character of this mm-hmm. next couple of phases yeah i hope so i mean i would i would like to see more from her me too so uh yeah all right so we hit dr strange we hit love and thunder early, <laughs> love and thunder yeah. already um so for our last we got about 10 minutes left in the podcast uh let's hit wakanda forever you didn't like it no <laughs> no i did not um I was I was 
very disappointed mm. um, in what they did. And not necessarily, like, in the representation of Chadwick Boseman and mm. his passing, um, but what they kind of did with the character. I think there was, like, maybe, out of the two hours and 20 minutes, I think I maybe like, 20 minutes of it. Mm. What about you? I thought it was fine. Like, it was okay. I, I wasn't, like, jumping out of my seat. It could have been about 40 minutes shorter. Oh, 100%. There was so much that was like, why Why are we watching them, like, try to steal this girl from the storm? Why are we mm-hmm. watching them, uh, like, go back and forth about the suits that the the um, new bodyguards are going to be wearing? Like, yeah. just, there was a lot of stuff that you're like, we could just take this out mm-hmm. and let's focus on the things that are going on. Oh, my God. And the suits that they picked at the end for the yeah. bodyguards were horrible. <laughs> Horrendous. I was sitting there going... Ew. Like, I thought, I thought because they were making such a big deal out of it, and mm-hmm. they were kind of making a joke out of it, I thought they were going to come out in, like, these awesome power suits. Right, I thought, like, right. maybe it was going to be a tribute to Chadwick, mm-hmm. maybe have something symbolic. No, these were, like, god-awful, Blue, horrible aqua, colors. Yeah. You got, like, wispy hair things <laughs> running around. Every- I'm like, this does not seem, A, aerodynamic right. for water, right. B, uh, comfortable, so much so much wrong with it oh my god and the little scientist girl that they kidnapped from the dorm Riri yes Riri yeah she's uh, Ironheart who is the the new pseudo Iron Man they have she's a whole comic line series and everything right but do we know that if you don't the movie right no if you don't know any of the comic lore already that's hard to pick up yeah and it's oh god it was bad it was (laughs) Yeah, I was just like, hey, we have this girl who's, like, super smart, and, um, yeah, she builds really cool things, right. and she has this cool car, and that's really it. Just, you know, people are trying to kill her. Again, launching, again another launching character. Here's mm-hmm. another person we have to introduce, because she's going to be another thing. Yes, she was um, America Chavez from... From, yeah, that's what her character pretty was. Pretty much. It was really bad. Um, did not like it. Did not like the villains um, for this one. I thought it was portrayed um, rather poorly. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I like the actor. I... The CGI was bad. Yeah, it was. That was another COVID issue. You could tell where, like, they had to. They were rushing on time. See, I don't think that's a COVID issue. I think it's like, <laughs> um, how do I say this nicely? Um, I think it's like a budget issue. <laughs> mm-hmm. You just think they didn't have enough time, money to. Well, money, or maybe they didn't have the money to like hire back the people. Gotcha. Or maybe those people who do really work mm-hmm. went elsewhere but um it was really bad yeah some of it um, like towards the end especially where they had to, where they were all fighting on the ship mm-hmm. and it just got all blurred yeah so you have people fighting on the ship you have this whole underwater uh utopia mm-hmm. castle thing that just looks so bad mm-hmm. um and honestly the way that they introduced the characters i wasn't exactly thrilled either mm-hmm. because when they came out of the water and they turned blue mm-hmm. i was like Oh my god, I'm watching Avatar. <laughs> um, and it was bad. Right. And so it, and coming out so close to Avatar, I was like, is are they gonna make like an Avatar like crossover? crossover. Mm-hmm. No, they don't. But um, bad. So bad. A lot of that I feel like the the color dif- differentiation of how the cities look has to do because of Aquaman. And you have to make this is not it's not it's not Marvel Aquaman, it's not Marvel. So you have to differentiate it. But I agree to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. One of the things that really bothered me was Namor's name pronunciation. Oh, yeah. Because he comes out and he's like, my name is Namor. It stands for no love in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And every other character was saying Namor. 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 Like, there and was, was like, no consistency. Can with... someone get them, like, on board with the correct pronunciation? Because, right. like, when you're doing it, like, if 
you know, my name is Alyssa. Right. And if someone on set were to say Alicia, you would probably cut it and be like, okay, try that again, but it's pronounced Alyssa. Right, right. Yeah, no. (laughs) It was really bad. There was a lot of inconsistencies. There was a lot. That was my main concern about, or my main critique of the movie. It just felt very inconsistent. The the location jumps was crazy. Like, the editing where we're suddenly here, and then five minutes later, we're here. And now we're in the desert. And now we're in the ocean. And now we're... With a giant, like... Civil War name sign, just to say, here's where we're at. Like, mm-hmm. I just I just didn't... That part I, took me out of it so bad. Yeah, yeah. No, it was bad. And then I was really um, angry, because, again, we're talking about grief and whatnot, that uh, the queen died. I It was unnecessary. That was so unnecessary. Unnecessary, And yeah. I'm like, bro, really? Okay. And then, just to sprinkle it all on, mm-hmm. he has a kid. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. But I also think, again, how much is it the actors just not wanting to be, like, I'm going to just take my check and I'm going to move on from this now. We've okay. been doing it for eight years, that kind of stuff. Well, not even. Okay, yeah. Black Panther was, what, 2018? 2018, yeah. yeah. So, Angela Bassett, you have a lot in you. <laughs> Did you like Killmonger, the, the reintroduction to his? That was, like, the best five minutes of the movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Was, you know, she is trying to be Black Panther, drinks the, the Kool-Aid stuff, mm-hmm. wakes up, and instead of seeing anybody else in her life, right. she sees. Killmonger yeah. and I first off love Michael B. Jordan I do too yeah. loved Killmonger in the mm-hmm. first one um, the first movie I think was just so superior to a lot of Marvel movies mm-hmm. that this was just terrible right um, but yes and the way that you know he was kind of like a jerk he mm-hmm. kept up with that Killmonger attitude um, I thought it was really well done um, I did not like how they combined his suit and Black Panther's suit I didn't either for yeah. her suit right. and I was just like so you're not going to tell anybody that you saw Killamonger. Right. But you're just going to go ahead and incorporate gold his, into the suit just right, for no reason. Right. Cool, 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 cool. No. Don't do that. And she didn't, I didn't feel like, like Sherry's character's great. Uh, how much of this is her own and how much of her is just sort of filling in the role? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of it was filling in the role. Yeah. Um, and I felt like there was a lot of anger, too. Like, I would have been satisfied if they're like, you want to know what, for this whole movie, there's not going to be a Black Panther. Right. Because we're still developing her. Right. Um, I felt like that was rushed mm-hmm. into it um, because they're just like, oh, well, we need to name somebody. Uh, Shuri. Right, right, right. So, I yeah, I felt like we could have used a little bit more development on her end because mm-hmm. I felt like... That girl needs to attend more therapy Absolutely. before she can become Black Panther. Yeah. She got anger issues. Um, but rightfully so. Right. She's lost literally everyone in her family. Right. Um, but, yeah, it, it was a lot. It was a lot to tackle in a two-and-a-half-hour movie, and it was not done well. I think so, too. And that's that's probably what you just said is my issue with the entire phase. Mm-hmm. It's just not enough. There's a lot happening, but there's just not enough time developing anything. Mm-hmm. We're just getting through plot lines. Yeah, it's like... Um, we needed therapists yeah. consistently throughout this phase, mm-hmm. and there was no support. Right. The only person that got support was Bucky, who actually saw a therapist. Right, right. He did. And he it, did. Was, it was on the show. Mm-hmm. And a lot of this, a lot of what could be solved is just by talking to, like, they have to talk. Mm-hmm. Nobody's talking. No. They're, they're not a team. I don't even think we've spent a lot of time developing as a team. They just sort of collide together, and mm-hmm. now they're people of circumstance just sort of winging it. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's going to be like, there's going to be, like, a lot of inter-fights. I think so, too. Yeah. Because, you know, you have Shuri, who's angry and still mad at Bucky right. for, you know, the whole dad incident and still mad about all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you have the Eternals, which I don't I'm sure they're <laughs> angry about something. You have Peter, who's angry because he can't be with MJ, and he's right. in a whole other universe. And then you have Doctor Strange, who's angry, and Wong, who's angry. Right. Everybody's angry. Right, <laughs> right. 
Everybody needs to take chill pills and go see a therapist. Right. There's no resolution so far. There's not. There hasn't – and we've had, like, individual teams now. So the Guardians have their own team. Doctor Strange with um, – Clea is going to have his own thing going on with Wong. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter's on his own thing on island by himself. So there, there isn't a lot of collaboration for the big bad coming up. So I'm just curious how they're going to collide all that together. Um, so that does it for today's – episode of a marvel phase four shelf logic um next time we will dive more into the tv shows and the the specials and what's coming out for phase five so stay tuned thanks for listening thank you Thank you for listening to Shelf Logic. Make sure to hit subscribe and share this podcast with your friends.